Hey guys, it is Leslie with HealingAfterDivorce.org. Let's get in today to emotional regulation. Man, this is a big one. This is a big one. One of the things that I invite you to recognize, that I invite you to consider, that I invite you to really kind of ponder a little bit is the idea that you're responsible for your emotions. So often we want to point fingers and we want to say, well, if he wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have gotten mad. If she wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have been angry. I hear you. I do. I was that person. (laughs) But as I began to really strengthen the emotional intelligence, I began to become even more self-aware. I realized I was in charge of my emotions and it was my job to regulate my emotions and it was my job to figure out what worked for me, to figure out how my emotional system best operated, to figure out where I, the importance of emotions is also so pivotal here. So, so, so important. Your emotional system will essentially dictate your life experience because it all comes back to how you see life and your emotional system being tied together therefore creating the experience in life that you have and emotional regulation will look different for different people, different ages, right? Will also look different. Emotional regulation for an eight-year-old is going to look different than a 48-year-old. And if you're in this process of divorce or after divorce and you have children, um, or, you know, if you know anyone with children, I always suggest being very, very aware of children that sometimes we want them to shut down their own emotions because we can't handle them. And in that place, we have to sometimes remember, we know adults that can't control their emotions. Why are we asking a child to? You know, that's just a little, little side note there, but emotional regulation is our job. So how do we emotionally regulate? Well, we have to learn the tools. Well, how do we do that? We have to be curious. We have to be like, well, what are the tools out there? How do we move forward in this? Breath is a powerful, powerful, powerful tool. What am I talking about? We are all going to be able to relate to this. There's all been a time when we've been really freaking angry and we've just like, because of the situation might've been so tense, or maybe we were in the office and we weren't at home and we weren't going to just fly off the handle at the office like we do at home. We take a deep breath in and we kind of allow ourselves that space between responding and reacting. And that's what you have to really create, especially in the process of divorce. You know, all marriages aren't, marriages we all know aren't super peaceful. There's moments of tension, moments of frustration, moments of arguments, and divorce is going to give you the same thing. There's going to be moments of frustration and tension and arguments and being able to self-regulate and to be emotionally regulated when those times arise is a gift to you because then again, you're in charge of you. I always suggest using your breath taking a deep breath in and seeing if you want to see a ball of light and pushing it down through your feet on the exhale into the ground to give yourself a moment to think if you can feel yourself about to just explode or to go off. And you can always say, and you can fairly express, I'm really frustrated. I don't want to mistreat you in this situation. Even if we're divorced, even if we're going through a divorce, that doesn't give me a reason to treat someone in a way that's anything but kind or respectful. So I'm going to come back to you on this. I'm going to leave or I'm going to, whatever the situation is, it's okay But you have to decide how you're really okay treating people, especially in the divorce. How are you okay treating your partner or former partner, regardless of your history? Maybe you have been a complete 
jackass in the past and been a complete bitch and you've been absolutely horrible in the way that you've shown up and the way that you've treated that person and you haven't treated them with honor or respect. You wanted them to earn your respect. You wanted this and that. You had all this list and that list justified your, the way that you responded and reacted. But now we're going to take back our power and we're going to learn to emotionally regulate ourselves. And the first thing we're going to do is decide how we want to show up. When you have the decision of how you want to show up and how you want to engage and interact before that moment of tension, you're more likely to stick to it. Especially if you have said it out loud or written about it or journaled, anything like that, you're more likely to follow that path. Your brain's going to have this split second of decision that is open to you versus just straight up going off and reverting back to what you always have known, which is subconscious, right? Which I'm huge on reprogramming the subconscious and healing the subconscious through this process. But again, you want to emotionally regulate yourself. And you can only do that through A, realizing that you are responsible for your emotions and taking responsibility, deciding how you want to show up, how do you want to feel, how are you okay communicating, and then following through on that, using your breath, finding other modalities, taking another course, getting in with a coach, whatever the process is for you. There are a lot of processes available. And again, being open, you can always ask to be shown what's going to work for you and trust whatever you, you know, you come in contact with. Maybe you're like, you know what? I'm thinking about, I'm going to do this emotional regulation thing. You know, I'm open. All right. You're just kind of inner chat, inner chatter here. This is what's going on in your head and you're kind of open to it. You're not, all right, I can see how that would be beneficial. I can see how not going off on the parent of my child would support harmony. And if I'm going to say the kids are really the most important, then it's going to be my job to back up my words and to show up in a way that the kids are more important. And I know that that the number one thing I can do is help contribute to an environment of harmony. I know I can do that. And I know that I'm going to have to do that by really being aware of where I'm at emotionally. And it's my responsibility to regulate my emotions. All right, I'm going to do this. I get this. I get how one thing impacts the other. And I get some of the changes and some of the tweaks that would be really good for me to do. Okay, I'm open. I'm going to figure this out. And it's the craziest thing. In like two days, one of your friends is going to be like, hey, have this book, thought of you, got it for you, and it'll be all about this. Or your friend will say something. Or it's just the most interesting thing when you really become truly, deeply open to doing things differently, not just in a split second of a dopamine hit, like, oh, what she said was a really good idea. Great. Yeah, let's do that. When you actually deeply mean it from from inside, there things will begin to move and shift around you that just, it's synchronicities. They just begin happening things begin unfolding and you begin to actually walk that path and that happens because you decided and you decided you didn't wait on to get in the moment and try without any tools to you know build the shed so to speak you decided before you were going to kind of develop the skill before the moment right so that is really where learning some very basics on emotional regulation will support you and I always encourage couples to do this because most couples that are communicating post-divorce and that's some of the things I'm referring to here, have children involved. Um, learning emotional regulation, even if there are no kids involved, are going to be incredible for you, even in future relationships, right? And honoring your truth and saying and being so comfortable being who you truly are, not curating yourself. But with kids, it's really helpful to realize, to decide, do you want harmony? Do you want harmony with that partner? What are you willing to release to get there? 
So there's a lot to this, but again, I want to keep these really bite-sized for you guys. Um, I want to bring you guys something that is tangible that you can do, that you can implement, that sparks a different, a different element of a way to navigate this process with you because it can be a lot and it can be tumultuous, but there's absolutely nothing that you can't change, including how you communicate and how you show up with this person, that person. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can do something different now. You just have to decide and then you have to do the things to back it up. So emotional regulation all the way, it's only going to support everyone involved, especially you.